Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Apartment Investing for Early Retirement. I am your host, Eric Loda, and this week's guest is Chris Reed. Chris is the founder and CEO of Ardors SEO, a digital marketing agency that helps entrepreneurs and business owners build a website that drives the growth of their business for the long term. He has 12 years of experience helping people build an online reputation to become the ultimate authority of their niche and increase conversations through content marketing. This episode was a little bit different than what we've had on in the past, but I wanted to bring this in so you in your business, whether you're a real estate agent, which is what we focus a little bit more on, or just a general business owner, can learn a little bit more about how to optimize your website to boost your business, increase profitability, and therefore have more money to invest in apartment communities. Enjoy the show. Chris, thanks for coming on the show. Uh, Derek, it's, al- it's always good to uh, well, speak to speak to a fabulous investor like yourself. <laughs> Well, thanks for the kind words. Uh, yeah, excited to have you on. It's a little bit different from um, a usual episode for the show where it's, you know, simply geared just towards the investing aspect, um, you know, with, with the apartment space. But this one is a little bit more for how to, you know, optimize your website, how to generate the leads and how to get business to your current business. So you can kind of raise, uh, you know, get some income from that and then use it towards your investing. So this one is, you know, we were talking before the show a little bit geared uh, towards, um, you know, some real estate agents, business owners, what they can do. Um, I've obviously with uh, having been a a real estate agent, you know, know a lot of people that I think uh, will really be able to pick up a lot from this episode. So really excited. It's something that I don't really understand fully or that much at all. So it's, uh, you know, uh, great to uh, to learn some more from an expert like yourself. So I'll just kind of let you explain a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then we'll go from there. Sure, Derek. Well, I mean, like if people understood how, how amazing it is when you have a website that fuels your business, they'd already have it. Like it's been a hell of a year 2020 with this COVID fiasco, you know, destroying the world. But like this, right now, this is a beautiful example, right? You're on the other side of the planet. We're like 12 hour time difference. I think it's like 8 a.m. where you are. It's 8 p.m. where I am. I'm in the future. Uh, and we're able to do business on the other side of the world. That's freaking amazing. You know, I, I live in Saigon in Vietnam. Pretty much all of our customers are in the U.S. It's, it's great. I can have the freedom and to live wherever I want and you know, work on my time. And that's because I have a website that generates me all the business I ever need. So a brief uh, well, recap of how I came to be where I am is, you know, you probably can tell my voice doesn't sound very Vietnamese. Uh, I'm originally from Brisbane, Australia, and I studied software engineering. Uh, and so there's two ways to make money as a software engineer. You can either go and work in Silicon Valley for a tech startup, or you can go and work in finance. And I took the finance route. I moved to London, uh, you know, got paid lots of money to make rich people even richer. It's a pretty soul-destroying work, but they, they do pay you enough that you learn to forget about it. And, uh, you know, life was, life was grand. I was sitting on top of the world up until 2008 came around, the global financial crisis. It destroyed my career. And with all of the people that I was working with, we all lost our jobs and didn't know what to do. You know, I went back to Australia with my tail between my legs and thinking, what the heck am I going to do with my life? Uh, there were no jobs to be had. And so being a computer geek, I built an online game. You know, I didn't build it because I wanted to learn anything about business. I had no idea about what I was doing. I just built a game 
And then I was like, well, how the heck do you get people to a website to play this damn thing? And so that's when I started learning about SEO. You know, I built a bunch of backlinks, which are the, the kind of secret to how Google works. And I'll get into that in a bit, bit later. My website jumped through the rankings. It got a heap of traffic. I went, holy cow, this is cool. Uh, and man, I, I ditched the game, but doing it ever since, just because it's a heck of a lot of fun. And I think, uh, you know, a bit about your, your story there with, uh, you know, 2008 came around and just uh, punch in the face there. You kind of adapted, you, you changed up what you were doing and, you know, been able to uh, have some great success now. Again, like you said, able to live wherever you want. And, you know, you have that website that brings you that, that business. So, you know, I think it's pretty relevant to this year. It is a punch in the face again for a lot of people. And, you know, unfortunately, a lot of businesses didn't make it already. And I'm sure in the future, more and more will, will have to unfortunately close. So now you can kind of adapt, learn about this to be able to help you to generate some more leads, some more business so you can stay afloat. And then when stuff kind of bounces back, going to be able to thrive. So um, I think that's, that's, a, that's pretty that's relevant. You've been through it. But I mean, that's the uncomfortable truth with business, right? Most businesses fail. The vast majority of businesses fail. Most people don't get into business for themselves because it's damn scary and chances are you're going to fail. You know, most, most, most people are smart enough that they'll just stick to their nine to five job and like you know, get drunk on the weekend to forget about it. You know, it, like business is damn hard. Uh, Larry Page, the co-founder of, of Google, he is a very smart man. And he coined the term revenue cures all problems. And it's so true, man. Like I'm certainly not the best business owner in the world. I've screwed up so many things. Like I had a HR steal, like $40,000 one time. Like I've done lots of stupid stuff, but you know, like when you have a website that generates you consistent leads and consistent customers, you can screw up everything else. And it's, you know, you live to fight another day and it takes all of the stress away from business. Then it's just fun. <laughs> Yeah. And again, like, like I say, just getting that, that revenue. And, you know, I think back to when I was an early, um, early agent, um, you know, a few years back, it, there's things now that I definitely would have done different and, you know, just didn't have as much lead gen. And that first year was, was slow, but that's on me. You know, I learned from my mistakes now that it could have been much better. So, you know, whether it's someone who who's new into it or, you know, uh, has been a business owner for years, you know, always to be able to kind of adapt to, to the times and, and be able to, again, increase their, increase their profitability and be able to have a more comfortable lifestyle. I mean, that's, that's the goal for most when they start a business is to, uh, to have a little bit more uh, control of their lifestyle, which of course, running a business is a whole nother animal, but, uh, but yeah. So uh, why don't we just dig into what in the world is SEO? Yeah. So just, just before we jump into that, yeah. I want to like, cause I mean, I speak to a lot of realtors and so many of them are investing money in Zillow. Like, and it's like, Zillow is crap. Zillow does not care about you. Like I speak to realtors that are spending five, seven, 10 grand a month on Zillow. And it's like, they're clearly getting a return on that or they wouldn't, wouldn't keep spending it. But it's like, you're paying money to make Zillow bigger and more powerful and Zillow does not give a crap about you. They will sell those leads to whoever wants to give them more money. You know, so if someone with bigger pockets comes around, you're going to lose all, 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 of the, all of your leads. Your business is not safe. Where it's like, even if you want to transition, if you're spending 10, 10 grand a month on Zillow, cut it down to seven grand, 
invest three grand into your own website, get it generating leads and eventually turn off Zillow and just put it all into you, yours. Because one of the benefits of having your own website and SEO versus any other form of marketing, all digital marketing beats any form of traditional marketing like TV ads or, or radio because you can't measure it. Digital marketing, you can measure very precisely. You know, YouTube ads, Facebook ads, whatever they are, you can measure them very, very precisely so you know, you know how much it costs you to get each customer. But one advantage of SEO over every other form of marketing is like with Zillow, you stop spending, you stop getting today. Same with Facebook ads, same with YouTube. You stop spending, you stop getting. Where SEO, what you spent last month, you get this month and you get next month and you get next year. It compounds and gets stronger and stronger and stronger. And so you're being, building a ring of defense around your business too. Like if, you, if you're using Facebook ads, again, someone with venture capital comes into your market, they can just buy all that traffic. It's only ever going to get more expensive where if you've got a high ranking website, like it, it's not going to go away. It's your business is really, really strong and, and defensible. Yeah. So, you know, how, how do we, how do we boost the, I'm, I'm, I'm an agent or I'm business owner. How, how do I boost my website? Because I mean, like I have it and, you know, I don't know. I, I think it's just kind of there just to show, you know, most people, you know, it's just word of mouth, but you know, they really don't understand why they need a website. They figure they need one. So they get one built and it's a total waste of money. Like don't bother. If you're not going to use it properly, then why bother getting a website done? You know, websites like a business card. Business cards do not work if they're sitting in your desk drawer. You've got to get out and hand them out. Same with the website. If people can't find it, what the heck is the point? Just have a Facebook page. It's free and takes two minutes to set up. There you go. That's the same thing. You know, check out my cool Facebook page. Like web designers suck. We have people come to us all the time. One of our more recent customers spent 20 grand on a website. And they're not even in a competitive market generating zero business, 20 grand, zero return. It's like crap. You set up a Facebook page, which costs you nothing and spend 20 grand on ads. You're going to get something like it's, it's still not the best investment, but at least you'll get something like SEO. It, it is hard. Like if it was easy, everyone would be doing it and then it wouldn't be valuable again. So it is hard. It takes a lot of knowledge, but you need to really think about what you want. Like when I started a business, I had no idea what I was doing. You know, I, I, I really had no idea. For years, we floundered around you know, and had some wins there, got some customers, made some money. You know, I had no plan, no direction. And there's a fab fabulous book, which anyone's probably heard of, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And the number one habit is begin with the end in mind. What are you trying to achieve? You know, once you know that, it's a heck of a lot easier to get there. And so like a question that new clients often ask me is how much is SEO? And the truthful answer is the internet is so vast. You can spend any amount you want. Like Zillow spends like a, a Goda spends like a billion dollars a year. They're massive. You know, like the internet's that big. You can spend that much money. What the real question is, is what do you want? What success look like for you? How many leads do you want? You can't, your phone, you can't have your phone ring a thousand times a day. Can you like how many leads uh, is, is it for you? So what you kind of need to think of is how many customers do you want? Like even a big business like Apple, you know, when they make a new iPhone, they have to guess, gauge, estimate how many iPhones they're going to sell. Because if they you know, make too many, they're not going to sell them and they lose money. If they don't have enough, then they're, 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 they're miss, missing out on revenue as well. And people go to Samsung. 
So they have to estimate. And same with any business, you need predictability. And that's what digital marketing can bring you. So what we try and do is sit with our customers and go, well, what success look for, like for you? Where do you want to be in, in, in 12 months? So, okay, you're getting you know, 10 customers a month now and you want 1,000 in 12 months. Well, that's a pretty big growth curve. Can you handle that? But you can really work backwards and go, okay, we know what your conversion rate from lead to customer is, so you need this many leads. We know what conversion rate your, uh, your website converts cold traffic to, to, to leads, so we need, know this much, you need this much traffic. This is what your potential customer is searching for. This is what the competition is like. This is exactly what you need to do to get your website in front of where these people are looking. Like, it's a science. You just follow that recipe and it works every time. Yeah, I know, uh, you know, a close contact of mine, uh, my friends, he's, surprise, a real estate agent. And, you know, he wants to go and do 7 million in production next year. You know, he was somewhere between like two and a half and 3 million this year. Okay, that's going up quite a bit and you know even at, at that stage it's yeah just really planning it out and knowing those tools to use to be able to get it there and you know i think this is just again another layer on that cake uh towards getting to to uh to that number but you know again i'm, I'm gonna let you kind of run with just what this what all of this entails you know also yeah. i'll stop you if i have a question that pops up in there Sure, sure, Derek. But I mean, you also you got to think about what you're trying to build. You're trying to build yourself a job or a business. You know, like a business doesn't revolve around you. Most entrepreneurs end up building themselves a job. You know, I, I did that the first couple of years I was at this game. I built a job where I was like, this sucks. I, you know, sometimes I'm battling to make payroll. Like I'm not earning much money. Uh, it's stressful. I can't take a holiday. It sucks. And there's no way out because you just got to keep working harder to like, you know, pay the bills. And a lot of entrepreneurs get stuck in that rabbit hole because they've, they've built themselves a job. You need good processes in a business and like processes to sell your houses, processes to do everything, processes to generate leads, processes to convert those leads into customers. A really good example of processes is one of our customers, Avery Carl. She's an awesome realtor. She has been pregnant most of this year. She had a baby about two months ago. So like it's it's a bit challenging being being, being having being a brand new mum and, and being pregnant all year. She still managed to make it into the top one thousand realtors in the US at number eighty three, I think. Like she sold over a hundred million dollars worth of property, and yeah, you know, that's with a brand new baby on her hip because she's got awesome awesome procedures, an awesome team, and a great website that generates all the leads she needs. You know, like that's she's an inspiring woman. She's really cool, but that's what a great website can do. So how SEO works, and this is what you should do before, before you write a website, before you break ground on a new website, before you write any content, before you do a podcast, before you do anything, you need to understand who's your potential customer and what are they actively searching for. You know, a lot of people are searching for, for pains, not knowing you know, you're the problem to that. But I mean, your audience is, is pretty easy. They're mainly realtors. So you know, buy or sell house in, in whatever area, that's, that's usually the stuff. And once you know what they're all searching for, that tells you everything you need, how to structure your website, uh, you know, how to make your big category pages, how to make your directories, basically, your subcategories. So if you think about Amazon, right, it's like amazon.com slash movies slash music slash fashion. Then under fashion, it'll be men's and women's. And then under that, the subsections. So like the, 
you know, the men's fashion is not as important as the fashion page, which is not as important as the home page. And so that good site structure, because as you build more and more content around similar topics, if you don't have really good site structure and uh, keyword mapping, as, it, as it's called, then you can end up getting what's called keyword cannibalization, where Google's unsure which pages want to rank for what, and it pulls it down. But one piece of the puzzle that we, we're not talking about yet is backlinks, which is what I've, I first mentioned. So backlinks are the little secret of how Google works. It's not so such a, a well-kept secret. But uh, Larry Page, who, who, the co-founder of Google, again, super smart dude. While he was at university, you know, in, there was all those, it was the 90s, and there was all those crap search engines, you know, Yahoo, AltaVisca, Ask Jeeves, you know, you name it. And he went, man, their search results are terrible. There needs to be a better way. And so he surmised that, you know, when you do a thesis at university, and if lots of people reference your thesis, well, you must have a really good thesis, right? It must be credible. And so he figured, well, it must be the same with a website. If you've got a website and everyone's referencing your website by linking to your website, then you must have a really good website and you should, you should rank higher. And that was the, that's fundamental of what's called the PageRank algorithm named after Larry Page and still the basis of how Google works. Like if you do not have links going to your website, if people are not linking to your website, you cannot rank. In fact, let me, I'll just pull up this article. It's fabulous. So there's, there's this uh, SEO tool called Ahrefs. So Ahrefs is the HTML tag for a backlink. So it's a bit of geek humor than uh, their name. But this article, the headline is 90.63%. So over 90% of content gets zero, zero traffic from Google. Man, and they break it down even further that only 0.21% of content, like less than 1% of content gets over a thousand visitors a month. They analyzed 2 billion pieces of content and they found that. Like it's, that's crazy. Most content gets zero traffic from Google. And it's a really long article. And if you're a super geek, then take it for a read. But, you know, spoiler alert, the main, main part is if you do not have backlinks, you will not rank. Like, because anyone can write any crap they want on the internet, right? And how does Google know if it's true or not? They can't take your word for it. They have to trust what other people are saying about you. And they do that by who's linking to you. Now, there's a big reason why I, I, I guess on podcasts a lot. One, it gets my message in front of my ideal customer. But like, we, we don't want to rank for SEO type keywords. So this is, a, is another clue. If you've got to think about search intent, because we don't want to be ranking for SEO type keywords because people that are searching for SEO generally want to learn about SEO and are not our potential customers. We want to get in front of realtors that are going, how do I grow my business? How do I get more customers online? You know, it's, how do I do real estate marketing? And so that's what's really great for me to be on a real estate podcast because I hope, Derek, that you're going to be linking to my website. Uh, and so you know, what's more valuable than a backlink from a, a real estate podcast? Because it's niche relevant. You know, the bigger and the more powerful that, that podcast and that, that website, the more valuable that link is, but the most niche relevant it is, the, the, the better. So that's SEO in a nutshell. And I think something important with that was, yeah, that's that 90.63% of all content gets zero traffic. So again, is what's the point in making all these blog posts and, and doing all of this stuff? It's just, you're creating more work for yourself and you think that it's, it's helping, but 
you know, it might be getting, it might be part of that, part of that 90.63%, nothing. And you're just creating more work. Why don't we optimize how that, how that actually brings back to you uh, some more business? And it's, it's very true. Like, it's just like everything in a business, you need to measure it to see like what feels good and what is good. Like, you know, in, in our business, I, I love bringing on new clients like that feels good to me, but our money, our, we make money by keeping our clients for the long term. That's where our, our money is. But I, I it's, it's not as sexy and it's not as exciting because it's like, oh, you're working on their campaign. Thankfully, I've got a fabulous team that, that deal with that. So I get to just do stuff like this. But just because something feels good doesn't mean it is good. Like, you know, I, you have to look at the numbers and see, yeah, managing your existing clients, there's way more, there's way more money in that than getting a new one. But you know, the feel good bonus. And so that's the same with digital marketing. You need to look at what actually works, what's measuring. Like, and the beauty of it is you can track who's on your website, where they came from and, and what they do. Because one keyword might have way more search volume and might generate a lot more customers, it might, it might generate a lot more leads even, but it doesn't convert to customers. So like, you know, if you think about investors, right, there's a great keyword for syndicators. You know, generally the, the minimum invest, investment is $50,000. So a great keyword is, you know, how to invest $50,000 because you're pretty sure that someone searching how to invest $50,000 has 50 grand that they want to invest, right? But, you know, but they might not know anything about it where if you just look, you know, the keyword, how to invest $500,000, the search volume is way less because there's a lot less people that have $500,000 lying around the $50,000, but it probably converts at a higher rate, you know, and, and you get one and they're worth, you know, 10 times the amount. So, you know, that's a, you know, pretty open example of making sure you measure what actually happens. Cause you know, if you generate lots of traffic and you know, that's what, how we do our reporting for our customers is not focusing on traffic or rankings. Cause at the end of the day, who cares? We want them to be around with us forever. And we do that by showing them, Hey, here's the return on that investment each month. It just keeps on growing and growing and showing them that return. And yeah, you know, they keep wanting to spend more money with us. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. And again, it's, it's very similar. Like you said, it's, it's those customers that continue to, to work with you. Well, very same, you know, especially on the, the real estate sales side, it's, it's those referrals. It's the people that have that loyalty. They're going to come back to you when they go to sell their house in three years because their family has grown and they need a new property. So you're going to sell theirs. You're going to help them buy a new one. You get that listing. It gets you more leads for people who are interested in that house, you know, and then it goes, on and on and on. So again, it, it, this isn't just uh, specific to, you know, um, a realtor, you know, trying to expand their business. It, it can really be, you know, it can go towards anything. Again, obviously we're, we're more real estate focused, but yeah, it's, it's just getting that consistency and being able to convert and keep customers. So, you know, I want to just keep moving again. This is very uh, intro level to this and encourage people to, to reach out if uh, they want to learn, learn some more, uh, reach out to you and I'll have links and everything in uh, with the podcast here um, for the show notes. But, you know, if people you're getting some traffic to that, to your website, you know, is there something that you should have on there, like a, a lead magnet and kind of how that stuff works you know what's what's really that next step once they get yes, they're getting yes, that sir. traffic so like this the one thing and you see this a lot with realtors is they talk about them you know like your title tag your description that's what comes up in google search and so often people have 
about them and no one cares about you. That's the secret to sales, right? No one cares about you. They care about what's in it for them. And so make it about them. Like, especially if your business is a bit you know, confusing and, and it needs to be really simple, like a real real estate, most people understand what it is. So it's fine. But basically you, you need to make it so simple that if a caveman came to your website, that it punches them in the face and they're like, yeah, cool. I understand what this guy does. You know, because often people are searching for the headache, not knowing that you're the solution to the problem. Otherwise, they're already having that problem fixed, right? And so it needs to straight straight off, this is what I do. Not really about you, just like we fix your headaches. And then, you know, show them in some examples of headaches that you fixed and then show them how easy it is to do business with you. And just what you said there, like a lead magnet is usually the way to do it. Like asking someone to give you a call, you know, I mean, it does work, but like, Depends what it is. You know, if you're looking for an emergency plumber, then yeah, you just, you, you dial up the first number and you go, hey, come fix my toilet, it's leaking. They've got crap everywhere. You know, like that's a case. But if, if you're looking for an investment company, right? You're looking to invest $50,000. You know, you probably don't want to have a call with someone. Like often people are scared that I call you, you know more about stuff than me. You're a good salesman. You're going to take my 50 grand. Like they're, they're scared of that. Where if someone's searching how to invest $50,000, they land on your website and you know the headline is, hey, this is the five best ways to invest $50,000. And then you've got this really nice article that you know, shows that you actually know what, what you're talking about. It's got this way is good, that way is good, gives them, gives them some useful information. If your content's crap, then they're gonna, going to leave and not build any trust. But if you have a nice timed pop-up that halfway through the content pops up and go, Hey, want to learn the five biggest mistakes people make when coming in, when starting to invest? Like, who's not going to sign up for that? You know, when when you see all these pop-ups when people first get to a website and goes, "Hey, join my email list." No, no one wants more email, dude. No one's joining your email list. Then you give someone that's some something that's relevant to what they were just reading. They're like, "Yeah, that sounds like a nice guide," and so they download the guide. You, you send it to them, you get, now you have their email address. They download the guy and they go, man, this Derek guy knows what he's talking about. And then you can start the indoctrination process, right? You go, hey, listen to me on this podcast where I sound like an expert. You know, most people don't know how podcasts work. So they listen to them and they go, man, that guy is super smart. How do you get on a podcast? How does that even work? Oh, it's the internet. It's amazing. You know, I show my, show my kids me on YouTube and they're like, how did you get on YouTube, dude? You're like so cool. Oh, yeah, I'm a rock star, man. <laughs> But yeah, you build up some credibility straight away. You show them some other stuff you've done. You show them some other articles. Here's me in Forbes magazine or whatever. And now they trust you a lot. And so now you can ask them, hey, you want to book a call and we can have a chat and I can show you, you know, how, how we can help you. And not only do they actually book a call, they, they, well, they think you're cool and they're ready to do business with you. So it's going to convert at a way, way better rate. And again, like you mentioned in there, it, getting them into an email funnel so you're able to not just spam, hey, call me about investing $50,000, but hey, here's a, you know, a guest that I had on my podcast discussing you know, yeah, a few key metrics that you should know on a basic level if you're looking to passively invest in real estate. Or hey, here's a podcast, you know, again, that I was on discussing this. It's stuff that adds value relevant to it versus yeah i, I don't want more email yeah, i want stuff I mean, that's that, going going to help me out again like I mean, you mentioned solving let, the pain what is the let pain me give you one, st one statistic one, one of our customers who's a really big time painter 
Like he has, he has a franchise in like seven or eight states. He's massive. He knows every painter in the US, like commercial house painters. And he was telling me that most painters are, are struggling, doing around 200K a year. He's a, the ones that are smart enough to have email marketing set up, they do like 2 million. It's like 10X your freaking business from having email marketing set up. It's like, even if that cost you 30 grand to set up, which it doesn't, but it's like, even if it did, to 10X your business, like, and, it, and that'll just pay you for years on years on years. Like, what a super investment. If, and like, once people understand that, they go, holy cow, why didn't I do this earlier? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a, a gentleman, he's a real estate investor in Wisconsin. And, you know, he had, uh, speaking on, on painters, he had, you know, was realizing what the, his costs were and he had enough properties and, you know, the downturn uh, came at the beginning of the year when everyone, you know, pressed pause and everything. And he started his own painting company. And I mean, he is just blowing up. He's doing fantastic business, but everything that he does, he thinks of it like a business. How do I, you know, it's very systematic and, you know, uh, hiring the right people to building that business, building that business. I personally haven't gone to his website because I have, I don't, have a need for painting, but I bet if I was looking for something around, you know, around Madison, I'd probably find prime painters. Like it, it's, again, it's very systematic about how you approach stuff. So you're not going to just waste effort and then get discouraged and end up throwing in the towel. And whereas maybe again, you just need a better website. You need more people coming it, again. It's a numbers game. More people looking yeah. at you, more people know about you. Build credibility, build business. They return, they send you referrals. You did a great job, all that stuff. Like it's, it's, it really is very simple, but most people look at it as a job that yeah. they created for themselves instead of a business. I tell, I tell you, Derek, like two books that radically changed my business, and they're both by the same author, Mike Michalowicz, who I, I think is a fabulous business author. One is called Profit First about how to have a profitable business. And I use, he has a Profit First certification for accountants and I use a Profit First accountant. It's great. She like looks at it, looks at our books. She goes, this is how much money you got to spend. This is your profit. Go and take all that money. She kicked my ass last month because she said, you're not paying yourself enough. There's, you know, you're not, you're, you should be paid more. I'm like, oh, well, Jesus, my accountant says I need to be paid more. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's a really great book. The other book is called Clockwork, which is about how to have a business that doesn't revolve around you. And like, I'm, I'm certainly not perfect at it, but tomorrow is my last day of work for the year. I'm, I'm going away with my family for a couple of weeks. Like, and it's the office is still going to be pumping it and clients are going to be getting serviced. And, you know, it works pretty well without me. I mean, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but I'm working towards it. And man, like, when you have that sort of freedom, like I know that when I, when I leave tomorrow afternoon, that the company's fine. I don't, I'm not taking my laptop. I'm not going to check my email. It's like, it's in safe hands and like having that sort of security, like it, well, it makes me able to enjoy my holiday. Yeah. That'll be, uh, that'll be nice. Uh, you know, you're, you have 50 weeks to your year, but again, it, you built up a business. You don't have a job. I mean, again, like you said earlier, you get to come on podcasts and be able to generate. You're able to drive more business to your website. Like so, so what 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 he talks about in the book Clockwork is what's your queen bee role? So, like the queen bee is the most important bee in the hive, right? 
And so if you think about the business, like our business is doing SEO. And if our analysts aren't doing billable hours for our clients, we're not making money. That's what all of our people need to be doing all the time as a company. But then it also talks about like, what's your individual uh, queen bee role? And mine is certainly not account management. I'm a bad project manager. You don't want me dealing with that stuff. But you know, I'm, I'm good at being on podcasts. I'm good at doing sales. And that's what I like, like doing. So like I sit here, I drink tea and I talk to people on Zoom all day long. It's a great job. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, yeah, just find what you're what you're best at, and you know, hire for people that are great at the jobs that that you need filled. But um, you know, I just want to wrap up. Uh, you know, what if someone? Okay, they're listening to this and they're like, "Oh, wow, I really do need to write this shit and really get back to that business building, having it that way, not a job." I worked way too hard this year, and I want to make more money and be able to kind of. <laughs> work a little bit less because I'm more efficient. What are a few steps that people should take? Um, you know, again, obviously referring to what a, this whole, uh, whole episode was discussing, but what are a few steps, you know, say three, the next three steps people should do as they're looking forward to 2021, you know, they're not going to wait until January. They're going to start thinking about it now. What should they do to be able to, uh, boost their business through the website next year? What I'm going to kick off this this year with is the same way I kicked off the year the last two years, which is reading Grant Cardone's book, which is 10x, which is a fabulous book. I use the audio version. So you have Grant Cardone yelling in your ear. <laughs> and it, man, if that doesn't psych you up and get you ready for the, the new year, I, I don't know what will. But like building a plan is what you need to like, if you don't know where you want to be, it's really hard to get there. Like, think about that, you know, take some time off over Christmas and go, what's success like to me? looked like to me sold 10 houses this year okay i want to sell 50 next year okay cool how many leads do you need to come in and come in to do that work backwards from that and then how am i going to get those leads website is a really great way to do that there we go it's pretty simple yeah um so lastly Obviously, we covered all this. I typically ask a few uh, wrap-up questions that are a little bit more real estate investing focused. So um, I have two for you. One, what does retirement mean to you? I think retirement means uh, people that hate their job. I mean, you look you look at like Bill Gates, right? He doesn't retire. He's old and rich. I, you know, like, I, I can't imagine retiring. I like doing what I'm doing. I mean, I'd like to have a holiday. That's fine too. But like when I'm an old man, I might be doing something a bit different. But, you know, I I can't imagine not working. I love my, love my job. Yeah, I mean, it, it's like... I think they'll look at it from what you were doing before to where you're at now. Essentially, most people could call that like, I mean, it's a form of retirement. You're still doing something that you love, but you don't have to do all the work. You get to have the fun on Zoom and drinking tea, you know, as, in the as, way you exactly. are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I know we mentioned a few books in here, but if someone's looking at just a general business book, you can only have one book that exists about business, what is the most valuable one that you've ever read? Oh man, that's a tough one. Cause there's like, I mean, I, you know, if I could slap my younger self, it'd be man, read more books. I pound through them. I read as many as I can. They're like story brand. I've read, read it like three times, seven habits, of highly effective people I've read a couple of times. Like th those books are really good. One that 
really uh, helped a lot was um, the Vision Driven Leader by Michael Hyatt. He uh, has a really simple plan about how to how to make a three year plan. And so we we crafted a three year plan with our core team. And man, it's great. It's like this is this is our goals. This is how many customers we need. This is how many people we need. This is you know you work backwards. This is how many leads we need. How much conversion rate we need. This is when we need to hire each people. This is when we'll need another HR. This is when we'll need another office. Like it it shows everything. And you know it's so like we have a pretty big team, a lot based here in Saigon, uh, and then a lot of remote people as well. And so we have a monthly call and it's inspiring. You know, we, we show everyone, here's our numbers. Here's where we're tracking on our, on our three-year plan. And it's like, it keeps the troops really pumped, you know, and it keeps me really pumped. So I'm going with that one. Michael Hyatt's vision-driven leader. <laughs> Great. I love it. So last, uh, last question for you is how can people learn more about you and your company? Uh, reach out if they want to, uh, want to keep, uh, keep the conversation going. Sure, you can go to Google and you can type in the coolest guy in SEO. And I tell you, if you don't see my face covering the next 10 pages of Google, then it's broken. But another way is you can go to our website, which is Ardor SEO. So Ardor means to do something with a fiery passion. And if you can't understand my funny accent, it's A-R-D-O-R, Ardor SEO, dot com slash loader slash L-O-D-A. And you'll, there's a landing page there. And if you pop in your details, I'll do a video review for you. So I'll show you, you know, exactly how many people are searching for what you do in your market, you know, show you what they're typing in, exactly how many of them are doing it, and then show you some simple things you can change yourself on your website to get in front of where these people are looking for what you do and get get your message in front of them to predictably grow your business. So that's ardorseo.com slash luda. And uh, I know our introduction, you did that for mine and spoiler alert, everyone, I need to revamp some stuff and I'm sure that you probably do too. So you're not alone in it. But again, thank you so much for coming on. It's uh, it's a lot of information, a lot of new stuff for, for people that, you know, I think a lot of times is very overwhelming and that's why there yeah. are experts in this industry. So you don't have to rack your brain on what this is and how to do it. You can focus on what you're great at and let you focus on what your company is great at. So certainly encourage people to reach out. Again, ardorseo.com slash Loda. Have them go through, check out your site, help you out a little bit and uh, you know, go from there. But yeah, thank you again and have a wonderful uh, vacation to end the, uh, end the year for you. <laughs> Thanks, Derek. <laughs> Take care. Thank you everyone for tuning into this week's episode of Apartment Investing for Early Retirement. Please be sure to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts and check us out on Facebook and Instagram. The links will be in the show notes. And if you enjoy the show, please be sure to share it out on social media so that we can reach more and more people to help educate them about the opportunity that multifamily investing provides to help reach their version of retirement sooner than later. Take care, everyone. Mm-hmm.